Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bravo Wars. So much news. Let's start with the happy news. Okay. Mike Shahid got arrested. <laughs> okay, but like under very dark circumstances. That's true. That's very true. Very sad. Very right. dark. I didn't, I didn't read everything about it. I just know that he got arrested. He got arrested for domestic violence charges. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So this might stick. Is all I'm th- saying. Yeah. That guy is- was raging, you know, alcoholic, pasta eater, pasta snorter. He was he was brushing his teeth with pasta every Right? Morning. And I, I felt like he had uh, roidal angry, like, anger all the time. It was, it was unbelievably, like, chip on his shoulder, complex. Like such, you know, a Peter Pan syndrome, uh-huh. like all of it. So many what things. What a loser. What a Zero loser. Can- yeah, what a loser. But the <sighs> sad news, Shaw's got canceled. That's true. I mean, just as we were getting around to everyone picking on Reza. Okay, so I had a theory. I was like, yeah. what if it actually didn't get canceled? And it's just like, because Mike wasn't asked to come back. So Mike was apparently fired off the show before he got arrested. Then he got arrested. And then we found out that the show was canceled. And I would not be surprised. He probably got arrested because he lost his temper because he got canceled. He got fired. All all those things could be connected. But I was thinking like, you know, Mike is the type to spread a rumor to say like, no, I didn't get I didn't get fired. The show got canceled, bro. The show (laughs) got canceled. And then like then he sent it to like somebody at TMZ and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, no. There's no more shots of sunset. No, man. The show's done. It's done. Yeah, it's done. Spoof text. (laughs) Is this spoof? Yeah, he sent a spoof text to TMZ. No, I mean. And then so I said that. I said it jokingly. Yeah. Somebody else was like. No way. Like, they actually, Gigi confirmed that the show is not coming back. I uh, think instead they're all getting their own, some other show is happening. It's no longer right. Shaws of Sunset. It might be something else. I wonder then, if it's like Mer- uh, Mercedes and Tommy's show. Okay. Uh, it might be okay. Yeah. Then there's definitely no chance of Reza ever meeting Gigi <laughs> Shams. <laughs> They did post a picture of the three of them, right? Gigi and Reza and Mercedes. And they were like, MJ, and they were like, and then there were three. And then we thought, okay, so Mike was fired, but then the three of them remained. But I guess they got canceled too. I don't know. But I wonder if Gigi is now going to like interview Mike and take Mike's side, just like she does with (laughs) Randall. And then also with Schwartz. (laughs) Yeah. She she loves to pick. Everybody the, was so upset about it. And I'm like, you clearly have not watched a single episode of Shaz of Sunset if you think that Gigi is not a misogynist. Like, no. <laughs> are you kidding me? <sighs> but then um, besides that, did you see the Beverly Hills trailer? I did. Wait, wait, wait. Before we talk about the Beverly Hills trailer, you and I have not talked about this. What did you think about Karen Huger's spinoff that's coming? Oh, my God. I cannot wait for it. That's the one I'm so super excited about. Every time they show it to me, I'm like, I want to know more. I want to know what happened. Who's uh, The aunt owns the whole thing, uh, Kitten Caboodle. And does that mean, is she saying it as like, I own it and none of y'all are getting in? Or is she saying that I own it and all its debt and all its... <laughs> Bad news. Right? Is that what she's saying? I don't know because I can't tell from the tone. I want to know what's going on. Are we going to see more of Raymond? 
Yeah, I'm so it, excited. It's Succession meets Karen Huger, two of our absolute favorite things <gasps> in the world. Oh my God, yes. Karen Huger. Can we go? Can we go to Wooden Farms? Okay. Sorry, my Apple Watch started telling me what Succession means. <laughs> Quiet. Karen Huger. <laughs> Uh, I would love to go to Wooden Farms. Can we just yes, go? Do they have go. like an open farm day or something? Let's okay, go. I feel like Karen should Road make trip. an Airbnb or something I know. there. You don't know, like know. Magnolia Farms. It's like, right. the bro's going to have her mall mansion, yeah. <laughs> amusement park, and then we could have one for Karen. I know. Farm. Can we just put, tell her to do that? Let's tell just me how go. you make that high fructose corn syrup, mama. I want to know. <laughs> Peanuts, not high oh, fructose yeah, peanuts. Are peanuts. <laughs> of course, Surrey yeah. County peanuts. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go on a road trip. Let's that is so fun. That's what I'm looking forward to. Look at her. Look at the grand dames getting a spinoff. Apparently, it's only like three episodes. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. Which, which essentially is like a it's a it's a, a made for TV movie. It's a it's a moose bouche. Let's all watch the fuck out of it and get its ratings up so we get the full thing. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> now let's talk about the Beverly Hills trailer. What did you think? I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Um, I thought there was a lot going on. The new. Uh, new housewife. I was like, I was instantly in Shannon Bedore territory, and I was like, "Who are you, thirty Miss Thirty Year Old? Who the fuck are you talking? You want to be the villain? You just got here." Okay, so the tea that in, one of it, our listeners sent us about her uh-huh. is really dark. She is possibly a madam. <gasps> I got bad vibes of her anyway because I'm a, I'm Shannon Bedore, so I was like, "There's something wrong. There's something negative about her." I already had that, and and to try and be the villain in the very first season in a franchise full of villains, by the way. Yeah, nobody's good <laughs> except Garcelle. But yeah, yeah, incredible. But it's like, and yeah. maybe Sutton. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it's just like, oh, you coming here with all that ambition? You you haven't even started any charities, so you you need to sit back and watch. Yeah, but um, I appreciate her trying to squeeze her way in like that. So I'll, yeah. I'll see, uh, I'll see how that goes. Um, Kyle, of course, starts her own whole. Well, if there is a sister of Kyle on TV, then there has to be sister drama. Yeah, if there, if her sister's on a TV show with her, she's gonna fucking fight with her. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. That's her storyline, basically, Always. because there's nothing else for, uh, for her to. What does she have otherwise? Just you know, the shocked reactions to everything that's shocked happening around her. Shocked reactions. Her dogs pummeling her over all the time. <laughs> that's true. Her kids. And the pink neon sign. The the neon sign. The checkerboard floors. You know, that's how yeah. it is. Um, yeah. I think that Kyle. Uh, is I said this on our Twitter and I'm going to repeat it again 100% Kyle tells these girls all these horrible things about her siblings mm-hmm. makes her makes herself out to be the victim this is like major I'm going to say this as a little sister myself this is how little sisters do it okay you make a bunch of friends you talk shit about your older siblings and then when your older sibling tries to be friends with your friends your friends will roast that older sibling now mm. if you're one of your friends is a a diabolical yeah. maniac like Lisa Rinna, mm-hmm. she's gonna, you better believe she's gonna talk yeah, about I'm it. Yeah, I'm already roasting your uh, older brother. <laughs> yeah, and your you're an oldest older brother. You're an older sister. You shouldn't even be doing that. I know, I know, but which is why are. I was trying to get him on the Patreon <laughs> so I could get hear his side of the story because. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> I, would, I would not open the door on him just like the girls are not opening the door for Kathy Hilton. But so it, I did love. At first, I, I thought it was Sutton, though, that they weren't opening the door, but then I realized <laughs> that I had to zoom in. I was oh, that's Kathy. Okay, but also the way that Kathy says to Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, mm-hmm. it Kyle. seems it's one of those, it's one of those, it's like, bitch, why are you doing this? Like, don't yeah. fucking start with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't want to do this with me right now. It yeah. was one of those, like, 
major sibling moments and I really right. liked it. It was like yeah. a loaded Kyle. Like you know yeah. what this means. Yeah. You know. And Kyle that loaded Kyle was triggering Kyle in all sorts of ways. She's like <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me, Gabby? <laughs> and you know with her Cheshire cat smile like I stirred the shit. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's not like there's isn't a ton of shit going on with Rena. Her daughters yeah, are on Instagram yeah. literally slamming her and her husband. Right, right. <laughs> We're gonna like, talk Rina about has enough and more Rena had enough and more this season for her storyline with her daughters and their info their all of their issues and then her mom dying. She had so much and she still made time to help Kyle. You know she's a good friend. <laughs> I'm excited for Erica just being like, okay, nobody believed me with my fake runny mascara and my bullshit, mm. so I'm just going to lean into being an absolute monster. So I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial here. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so so I'm not saying Erica is a saint. I. I totally agree that she's a monster and sh- all of that. But in that moment when she was saying it, I sort of kind of understood what she was saying to Crystal because what she's trying to say is, Crystal, you, or at least that's how I saw, like, I just saw this other side of it for a second and I was like, okay, I should probably, you know, explore that a little bit more okay the way i saw it was crystal is saying what about the victims and i'm talking about the victims baba and erica is saying i put myself in erica's shoe and i'm saying okay it would have meant meant something for erica to think about the victims way back when this all of this started and she should have made a statement you know she should have made a statement in support of them i'm not denying that at all but now, after all these months, for Crystal, Crystal can, the way I see it is Crystal and everybody else can afford to spend time and energy thinking about the victims. But mm-hmm. Erica, on the other hand, this is about her life and her going to, the, going to jail. And that's sure. why she's yep. saying, the only person I care about is me. Because I have to, nobody else is going to care about me. I have to I care it. about me. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I felt like. That's what that, that particular scene in that context meant. But I wasn't, uh, I'm not saying that she's not a monster and she totally deserves everything that's coming her way. But I sort of understood her being selfish and thinking only about herself in that moment. Because if she doesn't, who else is going to do that? Yeah. She needs to I go mean, to jail. With Erica, it was Erica. What essentially happened is like I was thinking back to like when I watched it, I was thinking about the other women. And like the fact is that if any of the other women were in Erica's position, they would all only be thinking about themselves. Themselves too. But yeah. Crystal did say, I remember last season, she said something like, if there's money owed, you just write a check and mm-hmm. you move on. Right. Yeah. But yeah. and I think that in Erica's mind, right? Yeah. Erica, very similar to Crystal, married, you know, huge age yeah, difference, yeah, yeah. whatever, all that shit. Erica probably did think to herself at the at some point, if Tom owes people money, he's going to pay them and I need to just let him pay them. Yeah. I think what Erica Erica's, you know, comeuppance was the fact that she came, she realized that her husband did not have the the checks to write to people. Yeah. To make it all go away. Yeah. And so she has to think about herself. But yeah. she's also, you know, got uh, yeah. famous for singing about being rich right and right and and that. she and, and yeah you know if she ha- and from erica's point of view she she might also be thinking about like now if i give the money then i am uh, i am accepting that i i was culpable or yeah. i am mm-hmm. i am part of this while yeah. my defense is that i didn't know any of this and i have nothing to do with any of it and it's tom's problem yeah, so now if sure. i give do give money then i am saying that i am part of the problem what Erica does horribly is she doesn't dial back on all of her yes. other activities and her statements online and, uh, you know, doing everything that would seem like an affront to the victims because she's just living her life and enjoying her life while they are still suffering. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's that's horrible. But but in that context, for a second there, I thought, oh, that what she means is, I have to think about myself. So I'm only going to think about myself. I'm excited I don't care about, about her anything. being shammered the whole season. That's true. That's true. Dialing into some sort of like a weird. She's doing a lot of voices. Yeah, I'm we wondering how her, many voices we are going we to get. We had her. Um, are you trying to make me look bad? That voice. Yeah. And then we also had like a new voice where she's talking to Diane. And yeah. she's like, if we're going to talk about everyone. It got like way yeah. lower. And yeah. then besides that, even that, I don't give a fuck about anybody but me. Like it was the range, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like I'm really yeah. excited to see the various characters of Erica <laughs> Jane this season. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see. She has just been hit with another lawsuit yeah. where she is. <laughs> She is being told she is the the lawsuit claims that she is the front woman for all of this. Like she's being <laughs> like this is like no 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 you're not you're not coach you are actually Jen Shah is yeah. how it's being portrayed right now. Yes. So yeah. that will be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for those assholes to come back. I was like, I am I am excited, but I'm also like Beverly Hills should have died three years ago. And somehow these bitches came through. You know, um, well, there's some of them are criminals. Uh, yes. The other thing is that uh, I noticed, because you know when you see the lineup of all the women? I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a lot of women with diamonds, right? Yeah. And then you go to like OC where they barely have like five. Yeah. and Or like even Jersey doesn't have that many. Yeah. So like I realized why is because each of the women individually have so little going on and so little that they bring uh, that they have yeah. to have like 15 More. housewives in Beverly Hills all the time. And yeah. I'm not – and I used to be one of these people that was like there's too many housewives, yeah. but I actually don't mind it now because I yeah. also think my attention span is getting shorter and shorter with these women and I'm like – yeah, like I can't watch Melissa Gorga making another salad for Kiki Barber. Okay, right. I can't do it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So right. I I get it. But that's why Beverly Hills survives. Every year they're able to bring somebody new, a couple extra people. Like the season that LVP left was probably their smallest cast. Because mm. it was like Teddy, Kyle, Doree, Rinna, and well, Denise. It? Yeah. And LVP stopped filming with them. Yeah. And I, but the other thing I worry about Beverly Hills, the, the, the trailer itself was that this felt a little bit like a movie trailer where all the highlights are in the trailer and then the rest of the movie is nothing. So I Mm. worry about it with Beverly Hills because each person's story was like packaged up, right? Dorit and the robbery and, you know, Garcelle and her navigating so much more smoothly now, now that she's comfortable, she's the queen of Beverly Hills. That's what's happening. Uh, Crystal and her uh, food issues. And then Kathy and Kyle's issue. And then Rena and her mom. So everybody had that little piece and it felt like, okay, I've seen the, seen the season. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. for the fact of what it is that happened in Aspen between Kathy and everybody else. We don't know what that is, but that's the only thing that's not there. Everything else, we, I feel like I've seen the whole season. That's what it is going to be about, and I already know what it is about. Yeah. Now, Atlanta, on the other hand, I have no idea what's going to I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see those ladies together because I've, you know, because we watched, um, I watched an Atlanta episode with my brother yeah. and Tom for the mm-hmm. Patreon. Because of that, I started just like watching old Atlanta. And then also because yeah. Candy and the gang, I'm like, these people are just so naturally funny right. and silly that I like, there's a clip of Phaedra telling the girl she's going to have a baby at seven months. I know. It's <laughs> one of the best things in the entire universe. Like, I just love watching it. I just love it because they're like, seven months. You're saying, she goes, yeah, they said if everything's all cooked, like the baby, they could just take the baby out. <laughs> and it cuts to Sheree and she goes, she goes, I'm thinking to myself, you don't know when the fuck you got like knocked up? <laughs> I'm excited for Sheree. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for Sheree and her high Jogger. Her joggers and her, her high pitched head tilt, quick talk, like how she talks like that. Like, I, know. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I can't wait. 
I love it too. Her and her criminal ass husband, like her ex felon um uh, boyfriend, who's she's still struggling with, and then Apollo comes to give her advice. So, oh my god! <laughs> in her in his in his Louis Vuitton scarf. <laughs> Because, you know, that shit's not real. so funny. And he then, <laughs> borrowed it from, from, uh, from what's his name? Peter? Uh, I know. Um, yeah. All right. I'm well, excited we- to see what Mar... I'm excited to go to Marlo's house and find yeah. out more about Marlo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. speaking of slurs... <clears throat> I know. Marlo said a slur, perhaps, potentially the same one that Kathy Hilton may have said. I know. <laughs> they don't know nothing. So I I have no idea. After watching the clip of Atlanta, I so want to watch it, yeah. but I have no idea what's what's packed in the um in the season. No, none. I have. So it's like going into the going into the theater to watch a movie, but I know what the movie is about, but I have no idea what it's about. It's yeah. like a bell. Um. It's it's a Marvel, you know, yes. <laughs> movie with all the secrets. So I know what the movie's about. I know it's Spider-Man or I know it's <laughs> the Avengers, but I don't know what's going on. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Like, I'm just in it because the Avengers are great. Like, yeah. that's it. I'm just there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the other problem with Beverly Hills is like, Beverly's, Beverly Hills is like too much of like the blind item world. There's too many leaks in Beverly yeah, Hills. They're always yeah. leaking information. Yeah. Whereas Atlanta used to do that back in the yeah. day, but like they don't really need to anymore because I don't yeah. think anybody really cares that much. Right. Like that's it. Even, even last year, the only thing we really knew about Atlanta was that somebody may or may not have hooked up with a stripper. Like yeah. that was yeah. it. But that was like. It. We don't really need to know, like, the tea. Beverly Hills is always leaking shit too early. Like, right, there's too right. many glam people. There's too many people who talk to blogs. Yeah. There's too much shady stuff. They're going to right. their stories too often. Right. And they're trying too hard to drum up audience. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, they make it so – they leak so much because they want the audience to think that there's a lot happening and this is just a piece of the puzzle, right? Just the yeah. tip of the iceberg. They but then so what happens is you watch the episode and you watch the season and you're like, okay, but this was part of the initial trailer. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even include what is in the trailer. So it's like, okay, but what happened there? You showed us something in the trailer, but that never showed – uh, transpired in the season and now you are producing it in a different way but it's still not making sense yeah they leak so much that lisa and should get her depends sponsorship <laughs> taken away that was a deep 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 reach <laughs> it was not a deep reach. You went on for so long about it. I missed my opportunity for the joke, okay? But I had to get it in anyway. Because you were going on and on and on about your trailer theories. What was wrong with my trailer theory, bitch? <laughs> we need to move on. We're recording for 22 minutes. So we need to cover two other shows. Here we are talking about trailers. I just want the audience to hear that I tried to give you quality and a lot of quantity. <laughs> and it's Noor who cuts me off. I cut you off. All right. <laughs> anyway, let's just go a little bit south to OC. <sighs> or really Aspen. Um, mm. The women, we opened back up. Oh, by the way, a- I took notes. Oh, you did? They're completely useless. I, I couldn't, I don't write jokes in notes. I just wrote what happened. I don't write jokes in notes. Yeah. We'll see if it's useful or not. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. Well, Heather and Noella talk. Mm. And it goes nowhere. Um, yeah. But the more exciting part is that while Heather and Noella are talking, Shannon, Gina, and Emily are snacking. <laughs> Fun Shannon. <laughs> Just every two seconds, Shannon is like, you have to eat this cracker. <laughs> eat this cracker. That just shows, like, Shannon truly was not, she, she's not whole, like, even in those scenes, Shannon has forgiven Gina and Emily. She's moved on, and yes. she's being okay. And then Gina has still has something nasty to say after, in, in her confessionals. She's like, yeah. She's so annoying. It's so stressful. It's so tense that I might, I'm actually feeling good eating snacks with Shannon. Like, 
Okay. Gina is, you oh. know what? Gina's Gina swimming pro- in private experiences. Oh. She's so annoying. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it doesn't what go What did you think of the Noella and um, um, Heather talk? Heather was like close to being okay with Noella. She's like, okay, I'm going to just give up. And then Noella went a little further. <laughs> She was oh, like, Heather, well, so so Noella did the, try to do the housewives thing where uh-huh. she was like, I if I if I did something so, to make yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And Heather's like, No, you're not gonna get away with that. I need you to it, accept that mm-hmm. what you did was dangerous. To mm-hmm. accuse me of putting my hands on somebody is right. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Right? To say that, oh, just because I didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. That shit is fucked up. Yeah. Because you're talking about my family. But Noella says, I didn't say I saw it. So Noella doesn't know what she's saying because Noella is, I think that she's one of these people that takes in information and immediately processes it in a way that is not real to reality. Mm. And then when she repeats that information later, like she, I feel like Noella is such an emotional person. That when something happens, she doesn't ever remember what the actual words were that were said, but Mm. she remembers how she felt in that moment. So then when she repeats that information later, all she says is her interpretation of what was actually said rather than what was said. Because she does it later, right? Like the next day when she's talking to her friend, she says that Heather said her autistic child is her karma, which is like so fucked up. Like that's not what Heather said. Yeah. You first of all, you were mean to say to yes. Heather, karma's gonna get you. Yes. And Heather then repeating it back to you is yeah. now about your son. Like that literally is karma happening right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you guys don't know how karma works. I know. <laughs> I I'm always I'm always laughing at how you know <laughs> Americans think of karma versus us. <laughs> we don't. Well, like karma is literally doing the work. Yeah, it's <laughs> how it means. Real karma time. literally in Sanskrit means to do the work. It's not <laughs> karma is not a bitch. Karma is the work you do to get your rewards. <laughs> it's just weird. I know. So yeah, but like I didn't think anything of the Heather and Noella conversation because I think I think Heather realizes that Noella is not a person that she could talk to. Heather's like. Heather's too logical. Like even yeah. with somebody like Shannon, Heather can drill it down into a way where at least Shannon gets it. Like she knows that right. Shannon gets it. Right. But Noella is, I will say something. Maybe you disagree. Noella is the most annoying but necessary person to join OC since Kelly Dodd. <laughs> I don't know if she's necessary. Only be, I, I understand she's annoying. I don't know if she's necessary necessarily but um i i think they could have picked somebody else who is just as much um thirsty thirsty and and a shit stirrer but didn't didn't have the annoying qualities attached to them i don't know i just feel noella just takes it a little too further she seems a little too unhinged to the point where i worry that she would do something extreme. Yeah. Well, like, like she feels a rumor a, like that Heather beat up a, a or yeah, or um, doing herself or somebody else actual harm, like a little bit to Brandy Glanville, a little bit to Taylor Armstrong. I don't know. It just feels like there's something very dark and very horrible that's hit that's under a layer and that we are going to discover in the coming years that is going to upset us about her yeah um i did it's it's weird because a lot of people on the internet felt weird about her little walk and her episode by the water Mm -hmm. but um it when she talked about she was like feeling a lot of feelings because she was looking at the list of things in her divorce. And mm. one of the things was the embryos would have to be destroyed. Mm. That is a legitimate reason to have a mental breakdown. Mental breakdown. That is yeah. deeply upsetting. Yeah. But when she's talking about it in the confessionals, 
she says, you know, it's about my dad and missing my dad. And like, I am never going to judge somebody for how they grieve or yeah. the relationship they have with their parent, Father. whether yeah. it's estranged or not. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad when you lose a parent, even if you – like my dad has no longer really been with it for a long yeah. time. But I know that when he's no longer with us, I'm going to lose my mind a little bit because right. grief is sad. That's just yeah. how it is. Yeah. Um. So I will say that I felt really bad for her then and it was really, really sad to hear about the embryos and, and it yeah. made me emotional just watching yeah. it. But the fact that Noella waits around for people to ask her a question so that she can go into it, yeah. there's something about that so, that just feels like you should you should have a good enough bond with these people where yeah. this information should be shared naturally. Right? Yeah, I feel like, no. so my theory is that Nola does not have any, absolutely no st- um, structure for her to lean on. Mm-hmm. And she's never had that. Even her mother doesn't seem like somebody with a strong, uh, you know, who would give a strong structure for Noella. So Noella goes through grief and she goes through real grief and real sadness but she has she hasn't figured out how to how to have a measured outlet and she yes. doesn't know how to handle that so the first time she sees another group of humans she just bursts out and has that whole you know br- brings it out and she has also learned maybe because of her childhood and how she was reared and all that she has learned how to use her grief to manipulate situations and people yeah. So she's always using her grief as a weapon. Yes. Yeah. And it's like if you instead of dealing with her- it in internally and in her own sit sitting with the grief and dealing with it, she u- weaponizes it to use it against for her own purposes, not for against, her own, but I for her that, own yeah, purposes. She is somebody who you can tell is using her gr- and you know what i'm not gonna lie i think gina does that too i think a lot yes. of women on these shows do yeah. this it's not yeah. noella yeah but a lot of these women use their stories as a way to measure how other people are going to react to them right like mm. if i tell you this traumatic thing about me your reaction is going to make me learn something new about me. And then I will use that as a way to get closer to you. And I think Shannon does that a little bit, right? In her own sort of way. Like Gina does point it out that, you know, in the future, Shannon is going to say to Noella, I was there for you when nobody else wanted to be your Mm -hmm. friend. Right. But I, I also think that, that Shannon doesn't do it maliciously. Yeah. The thing with Noella she, that and then does it from a deep need on her yeah. own part. This is how yes. she's yes. Shannon does it a deep need to validate herself through other yeah. people's through yeah. doing things for other people. Noella does it as a way to judge and measure people um, yeah. and how they're going to react to her, yeah. and then yeah. she gets to like make a character judgment about them as a result. Right, but she also uses the grief to build this. Um, she builds this story around that grief and that period of time and what she's going through. And she builds this narrative for herself. So she builds this little house, castle, whatever of her grief. And then she navigates through it and she has these characters and she has this story that she can lean on that gives her more structure than actually dealing with the facts. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's something it's some it's fascinating to watch her deal with that and how she reacts but at the same time it's um to me it's like just just the way i felt about mary um cosby i feel about noella that this is not this is not the ideal um place for her to be it's not but i also think gina's an asshole oh gina is an asshole like, to some degree, she doesn't want to hear about Noella's sob oh story. Oh, my God. When she said that, I was so upset. I was like, Gina, we spent, like, three seasons. Watching you cry with your shitty extensions. Right. And Casita and Bobo and... Oh, she was yeah. so horrible. Yeah. And, and for her to say that and be so callous, she says it over and over again. It wasn't once. It wasn't an offhand comment. It was like... She yeah, was multiple times. She doesn't want to hear her sob story. She doesn't want to 
console her. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, she wants her to be happy. She's yeah. like, I want you to be happy. Be happy. Come on, be happy. Gina's also having a private experience because Noella is going to get divorced to James and get a bunch of money. Yeah. And, and Gina she's having is, a fast divorce and it's and going to be a clean divorce. A clean, fast divorce. She yeah. gets a whole bunch of money. And I don't think that Gina got any of that in her divorce, mm. obviously. Yeah. So I think that she's having some sort of a feeling of like, how dare you be sad when I had to go through worse, which is like a really fucked up thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I realized like just recently watching, I don't know what it was, but I was just reading Twitter reactions to something. And I realized that, like, so much of watching Housewives, especially for women, Mm -hmm. is watching women go through experiences and then judging them based on whether or not you can empathize with them. Pretty much, yeah. That's, like, the art of watching Housewives. Well, that's – yeah. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, that's what – that's how I watch it. Like, can I identify with this or can I identify somebody I know Who's like this? Or if I cannot, then I'm like, oh, I don't get it. But it's not even about getting it. It's like if somebody has something traumatic happen to them that maybe happened to you and their reaction to it isn't the same as yours was Mm -hmm. or is different in some way, it can make you like or dislike a person. Oh, yeah. 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 So I think like that's what's happening between Gina and Noella is Mm -hmm. like Gina doesn't have any sympathy for Noella because Gina just feels like Noella is not having as hard of a time as she did. And similarly, Shannon is feeling sympathy for Noella because she probably sees a lot of herself in Noella. Yeah. Because she was also really emotional because she also got a nice big check. Right. She also had a rough divorce. Like, but I don't think Shannon's divorce went on for that long. It did, though. It went for like a year and a half. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I, I may not have watched those seasons with Shannon's divorce because I think as Vicky was on, I was just like annoyed with Vicky. I hate yeah. Vicky. I love Vacation Shannon because Vacation Shannon – okay, not even Vicky. I love costume Shannon. Shannon loves – she she has this thing. She comes in in a costume and she's got this walk that she does, this little Shannon walk. And then she, she'll do like a an a voice. She'll she'll like she'll be like ready yeah. for the archery. Yeah. Like yeah, and like she did a similar thing when she when they went to uh when she came in dressed as Bret Hart for the yeah. drag. <laughs> that you was know, so good, and she does she, a good job of it too. She's she, like, like she's so committed. good at it. And, and like when she when they went to Ireland and she came in in her sparkly little green shirt and then she kept saying top of the morning to you like <laughs> I know some people find it annoying I actually find it very endearing I'm like, I find it so endearing she has a costume yeah. closet yeah she brought two bear <laughs> costumes she didn't even bother taking her shoes off when she was pretending to be there it was such a half-baked idea I know and she was like, who else is going to do this but Emily? Which is true. I mean, like, there's nobody else in the group that would have done it. Emily's assessment of Jen was amazing. Uh, I, did I miss it? No. I must have missed it. I must have looked away. What, what no, did she say? So she says, she's talking about Jen, and she says that Jen doesn't have any of her own thoughts. All Jen does is repeats whatever Heather has said. And then they cut to, like... 10 instances. Oh my God, I missed the whole thing. Oh my God, you have to go back and watch it. It is the best thing in the world. They keep, and then it happens throughout the night too. And every time it happens, they just cut to Emily's face because (laughs) Heather will do this thing where she'll be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I ate sushi. And then Jen will be like, yeah, we had sushi. Or like, (laughs) it's such a lovely night. And Jen will say, lovely night. Like, (laughs) she just parrots whatever uh, heather is saying oh my god i jen have to go back to be a one and done i don't yeah. know why jen is on this show i know i know i don't see the i, I sometimes i forget she's even there yeah. she's like and she was just following even in this show she was just following people around quietly watching them fight <laughs> she's just so going weird. from room to room and just standing like there were like people having proper conversations and there's jen just standing there yeah, behind were, them with a glass of wine, just staring. It reminded me of like season one Mary Cosby, where she would like go to parties and just be like standing on the side, <laughs> like waiting for somebody to have a conversation with her. I know. <laughs> this fight about Tatiana. Oh, talks, the fun. The funniest talks. thing is when everybody's drunk, and then there's the altitude situation, right? right? 
But like she just Gina keeps saying tot tot tot, <laughs> and then Emily's like, oh Tati, like Tatiana. I guess it's like tot, like a nickname. And then, yeah, yeah. And then Jen goes, yeah, like Jen or Jennifer, and Heather goes Heather Heather. But I don't really like when people call me Heather. <laughs> and Emily goes, yeah, I hate I when like- people call me M. <laughs> They're having, but Gina doesn't get mad at any of them. No. They're having a whole conversation. They didn't know who Tatiana was, Nobody who Tot was either. They're having a whole thing. And they're trying to diffuse whatever situation is. <laughs> but she just loses it on Noel of all people. It's Have not like been- it's not like Gina is mad at um anyone at, else. No, even even if she was mad at Shannon and said, see, this proves that Shannon doesn't know me because she stopped, she doesn't know my best friend. Whatever, yeah. right? It's not even that. She's mad at Noella. Noella, yeah. who's also drunk. Yeah. Who's going through a whole other, whole kind, all kinds of shit. She's had other fights. Who in that world would remember your co-worker's best friend? And even if you had gone to their thing. house. Even yeah. if you had gone to their house. You don't remember yeah. their nickname? And then, and then this is like, this is like. This is like the n- nanny K situation. Yeah. Except LVP and Kyla were best friends for 15 years and Kyla right. didn't right. nanny K. Right. But um the another funny part was Heather is sitting on the side and she goes, Tot, like tot. <laughs> tot. And then somebody and then Emily says T-A-U. GHT like T A U T they're like actually spelling it out tater tot tot it was- <laughs> it's just so silly and I did feel bad I felt bad for and Noella immediately said when she said oh no my she friend Tatiana Noella yeah. said oh oh okay she says yeah. oh okay yeah it was immediately she was fine but yeah. Gina already had such a bone to pick with Noella the whole time that she was just like not having it and then I did feel really bad for Noella, but then Noella's like, you know, I'm going through so much and I mm. came here and I thought I would mourn my father. It's like, l- hold on, time out. Yeah. You already have issues with these women. Yeah. Do not come on a trip if you are using that trip to mourn your father. Yeah. If you want to mourn your father, you should not be hanging out with these women who you're not actually really friends with. Right. right. Don't come to work. Don't come to yeah. work. Take yeah. the time off. Right. Take the time off. You don't need right. to be here. Right. Like that annoyed me that she was like, I was, I wanted to mourn my father with them, but I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. That's but crazy. if your coworker is in that situation and decided to show up because for whatever reasons, sometimes people think that going back to the usual day-to-day work will yeah. help them get over their grief. So that's why they show up. Then if they sh- do show up, you have to be, pleasant about it like shannon like shannon and just understand that they're going through something and leave them alone and not pick them on stupid knowing my best friend's nickname and then she goes off on her and goes on and on and starts yelling and cursing and slamming doors and walking away i'm like it wasn't such a big deal gina you're trying to make Tot happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Stop trying Stop. to make tot happen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so silly. Ugh. Um, okay, let's head over to Jersey. I think she, Gina showed her ass in this particular episode and Noella came off better than everybody better yeah. than her. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Let's head over to Jersey. Um, yes. We had Marge Senior's birthday and we mm-hmm. learned so much about Margaret this episode. Right. About her mom being yeah. a Hungarian immigrant, mm-hmm. a refugee, basically. Yeah. And, you know, I have to point out, like, the way they're talking about the situation and how they left is very similar to the Ukrainian crisis. Right Correct. Now. I it's could not. Similar. Like, pictures and things that they were talking about and showing, it's, like, exactly eerily similar to what's happening right now. And it's interesting because I was thinking about like Marge Senior's childhood, right? She was this 10-year-old refugee child. She came from Hungary. Mm. And, you know, if you think about actually Hungarian culture and Turkish culture, there's a lot of similarities because Hungary used to be part of the Ottoman Empire. True. So I thought it was interesting that Marge would have such negative thoughts about 
Turkish people or Turkish yeah. culture over the years when actually there's a lot more that she could have bonded with Jenon. But I thought to myself, there is sometimes this sentiment, right? When you're like, um, when you're like a Euro- European, when you're mm. a European refugee or you're mm-hmm. European immigrant versus yeah. a Middle Eastern immigrant, there right. is a tension there. There is something there. But then I was like Googling. I thought maybe like there's bad blood between Hungarians and Turks, but actually they get along very well. And there's mm-hmm. ethnically Turkish Hungarians all over Hungary. Oh, wow. So I don't know why Marge had all these feelings, but then I'm like, maybe it needs to be like, it could be unpacked because it could be like that idea of, well, we came here and we assimilated and these people haven't type of an yeah. idea that you yeah. could have. But um, but it was so interesting to get to know more about the Marge. Yeah, it and was. Marge speaking Hungarian. I had no yeah. idea. I just thought she was a, like, I mean, hung- Hungarians are white, but yeah. I just thought she was like a regular white person in America. Yeah, but also, no, I mean, the Hungarians are white, obviously. But no, I know. But like, you know. I mean, she never spoke about a Hungarian heritage yeah. this much. I think she might have mentioned in her first season, maybe, that she was part Hungarian. But she never mentioned it or talked about it or talked about her culture or anything of that sort. I mean, uh, you know, all half of, the, half of the Jersey ladies talk about being Italian. Jackie talks about being Jewish. And, um, you know, um, Jen talked about being Turkish. But mine never brought up her immigrant background ever. I- yeah, and and being a first generation child of immigrants, mm-hmm. especially a child of an immigrant who has seen some shit, yeah. is a very unique experience. Right, and it 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 raises very unique. Uh, it raises you with very unique trauma. Yeah, and I'm surprised that we never heard about it, but I do like that we saw it because I'm not Marge's biggest fan. Yeah, but much like Jennifer, I was like, huh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Good to I see. It, it yeah. made me like Marge more because yeah. to me, she just felt like a regular, like basic American woman who just like looked down on other cultures. Right. She right. still does so, look down on other cultures. She's just. <laughs> yeah. But I know. think, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I want to know. I want. Yeah, you're right. We need to unpack something. This could be unpacked a little bit more to understand what what Marge is going to or why yeah. Marge says some certain things. She may not even be aware. That's yeah. where I say I, I never think that Marge is doing something very intentionally. I always think that she doesn't even realize what she's doing. Yeah, it's a microaggression for yeah. her. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. Um the Judice girls are packing up their house. I feel like we're gonna get like six episodes of them packing that house. There's so much shit to pack up in that There's house. There's so much shit. There's so much I was like don't throw away the pasta makers and all of that. You know, Nono has touched all of it. I know. <laughs> it's like it's Nono's. Okay, but I was throwing like away all of it. A little bit crying when they were Aww. showing all the flashbacks. I I got emotional when I saw um, Melania cry. I love her so much. I know she's such a genuine child. I love Melania Judice so <laughs> much. I know. She was a little asshole when she was a kid, but she's grown up to be just like was the our best head. fucking yeah. person. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So far, as far as I've seen on the show. I think she's she she's be, one me. strong girl. Yeah. She is. Yeah. yeah. Like. I love her. I love her. I yeah. love her so much. Um, yeah. We had um, Jackie's, a lot of Jackie's food issue stuff came up on this Yeah. Episode. Jackie eating ice cream. I I think and I was glad was- when she went to see her therapist. She said, "I I uh, admittedly I only had one third of yes. the cup because that's yes. what it looked like." Yes, yes. But yeah, I'm glad she's aware of that. Yeah, right? yeah. But I think it was really great that they talked about um, compensation behaviors, which yeah. is very like she, you know, the fact that she said like, "Oh, people will work it off," or people yeah. earn food, whatever. Yeah, like all normal people do that. Yeah. And her therapist saying, "Actually, that's not something normal people do." And I really like that they said that because women my age, thirty and like our generation, mm-hmm. millennials, 
uh, I think Gen Z is a little bit better, but millennials, especially and Gen X's like you, like especially mm-hmm. we were raised on that idea of you earn your food as a woman. Mm-hmm. If you're eating something, then you're eating something else to offset it. If you're uh, get, having a cheat meal, then you need to earn that cheat meal. You need to have exercise. You need Not to move me. your body. Not me. I eat everything inside. And, you know, if Jackie lived with me, she would be horrified. Like, I, I was... I was at the I was at the gym. This is... I had a leg day yesterday, and today I had a full body workout. I, w- I literally... I f- broke out in tears because at one point, I couldn't do what he was asking me to do, and I just burst out in t- tears, Aww. and I was crying. And I didn't even realize why I was crying. I was like, I just can't do it. And I just started crying. And then he was like, don't cry. This is what happens. You took a break and it's harder, but you're going to get there. And he was being all encouraging and all that. And I was like, I know that. My brain knows that. I don't know why I'm crying. I'm okay. And then I was like, he was like, okay, but what are you going to eat when you go home? What are you going to eat? And all that. And I was like, uh... I'm going to have dal, roti, you know, I have, I had a full menu planned and that's yeah. what I ate. And then I, then I ate a mango ice cream, which I shouldn't have yeah. eaten either. No, you so, should have. Yeah. But that's the point that I didn't care. I'm eating everything inside because I cannot stop eating. That's my problem. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Like that's actually a, a healthier way to treat food is to and I'm learning this as I like work through my food issues is we I especially like most people my age mm-hmm. in their 30s casually grew up drinking slim fast in middle school mm. middle school mm. being on a special K diet when we were like 15 right. years old maybe it's because I grew up in India I did not have any well, of that yeah also and I was were, skinnier I was yeah, skinnier you were, in, when you I was a younger super skinny kid yeah yeah but like over here, that was a very common thing. Like most people I know, most girls I knew that by the time they were in college had at least done five or six kinds of diets, mm. right? Mm. And the idea of earning your food was like a it's it's still a very common thing. And mm. I'm really glad that that therapist pointed out that it's not. You don't have to work out your work off your food. Mm. You don't have to work out because you ate something. Food mm. is food. Yeah. But how you move your body, that's actually more important than anything else. But it's not because you need to compensate or uh, or make up for some sort of mm-hmm. bad food behaviors. Food yeah. is food. It's kind of um, it's kind of weird for me because I grew up in India and there was no um, there was no weight and food food was scarce um, mm-hmm. growing up. So it was there was no um, overeating that happened. Yeah. And so people were naturally skinny. And then, um, you know, it was always about, and in my, in our culture, skinny, being skinny was not thought of as good. It was not considered healthy, especially in young girls, you have to show some curves, right? So it was like not appreciated then. And then now I go back to India and it's completely the opposite because now India is going, Indians are going through what people here went through in the late 90s and early 2000s where they are super aware of their body and Mm -hmm. everybody is dieting, nobody's eating anything. It's just so weird because I go back and I'm like, embrace your curves and do not, you know, don't worry about what anybody thinks of yourself. And they are all like, no, I got to go to the gym. I can't eat today and this and that. Everybody has changed. So for me, I was uncomfortable before and I'm uncomfortable now being around other people because nobody is thinking like me anymore. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I think I think that like I'm really proud of yeah, like people who are, you know, t- 10, 15 years younger than me because I wish that I wish that I saw my body the way a lot of young people see their bodies now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I love that there's such an appreciation for like your body is just how mm-hmm. it is and you just need to right. embrace it. Because right. if I appreciated my body when I was 15 years old, I wouldn't Man. have, you know, I wouldn't be at the point now in my late 30s where I, my metabolism is like mm-hmm. completely fucked from all of the years of dieting. Mm-hmm. Um 
I do think one weird thing that Jackie did do was at Marge's mom's birthday party, she said, what is a wiener schnitzel? And I was like, you're Jewish. Yeah. You don't know what a wiener schnitzel is? That was weird. That was so weird. I was yeah. like, how do you not know? You grew up in Jersey as like a Jewish girl. Like, yeah. how do you not know? Yeah. Um, that was very shocking to me. Um, but then I was mm-hmm. like, damn, Jackie really hasn't eaten any food in like 20 years because she doesn't know what a wiener schnitzel is. I know. Also, I have a theory. Do you think that Evan actually did cheat on her? I don't know. I've I think- been thinking that maybe he did. And that's maybe. what's adding to like the food stuff. Ooh. Because you wouldn't spiral this hard. Over a lie. Yes and no. But I also think that Jackie was always wanting to talk about her food issues because she came on first season talking about it. And she never got to address it. She relapsed. Yeah. She said that she thought she was in recovery, but she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. She said she had anorexia and then she never, she just said she was recovered. She maybe it was it. maybe he didn't cheat, but maybe she because of all of the talk, she probably couldn't trust him, and she probably thought he might have, and that caused her to you know spiral. Because he keeps telling her like over and over again, it doesn't matter if you gain weight, yeah. I love you anyway. I he says matter. all the right things. He he really does. He's lovely. Yeah, but something about the way she receives that information, and maybe the truth is that she's just insecure, and it's yeah. that is what it is, which is yeah. very possible. I'm insecure yeah. about my body, and right. it doesn't matter how many times my husband says something nice to me about it, I won't believe. Oh yeah, him. yeah, right, yeah. Um, plus, I just think he's up to something else if he's complimenting <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't trust him. <laughs> very healthy marriage. Yeah. Anyway, but um. <laughs> I don't and know. You I tell just tell him that to his face. I don't trust you. What do you want? Why are you being nice <laughs> to me? All the time. Why are you I'm being like, nice to me? Are you trying to, to get What's sex wrong? out of this? Yeah. What's wrong? I plan <laughs> to have a headache. I might look <laughs> I might look very pretty right now. I'll take the compliments, but just so you know, I plan to have a headache later. Okay. Every time I like go out somewhere, you know, I've washed my hair, I have a nice blowout, I've got makeup on. I'm like, I'm not screwing this up for you. <laughs> <laughs> this took a long time to put together. I know. This is for my girlfriend. I don't want to get this. Yes, it's for my girlfriends. I'm not trying to get this all messed up. What you get is a nightshirt with holes in it. I know. And, and a hot oil treatment in my hair. I know. If you want to talk to me then, sure. <laughs> you want to bark up that What do you tree, care? You're forth. a man. You don't care what I look like. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, now, this is uh, the husbands really leaning into their misogyny. Oh, my God. So stupid. Okay. The, the text between Evan and Bill really was so funny. <laughs> hey, sorry, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and Joe being his, Joe, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then and Joe being all emotional and you should come and talk to me. You should have like, said this. What? And like, what? What? <laughs> what? I just but then they like, all, like they all agree that women are stupid, yeah. women's issues are stupid <laughs> issues, and they are all like, let's just let they are like, okay, we are, women are stupid and their issues are stupid, and let's just kiss butts. Yeah. <laughs> Let, Let's just wait, pull our pants down, kiss what? each other's butts, and then we'll be friends again. Which is, okay, so much to unpack here. First of all, you guys are acting ridiculous. And when you're acting ridiculous, you're saying, we don't do this because the women do this. So why yeah. are we doing this? Well, you're fucking doing it anyway. So yeah. you are doing it. It's Correct. not just the women. The men are doing Correct. it too. You are a man and you're doing Point it. One. Okay. Point one. Point one. Two, <laughs> now that you are, quote unquote, over it the way you're going to make up is by you have to beat your chest you have to beat your chest and here you are talking about like louis oh louis went to a beach and he didn't have a shirt on you are putting your face on another man's butt and then you're being like we're men 
because yeah. that's what men do. Yeah. They put so their mouths Joy on Gorga, Joy Gorga is whining and demanding <laughs> a apology, apology from Aiden. Loyalty. <laughs> loyalty and all of that. Much like a woman would, according yeah. to him. But yeah. then when Bill Aiden says, oh, let's not be like women. It's women's issues. All of a sudden, you can see jo- Joy's face change. And he's like, oh, okay. So you're saying that that's women's stuff. Okay, I agree. Women are stupid. Let me let me now become all macho now. And now I'm going to lean into the ma- it's so toxic stupid. masculinity that I have. Let me pull that out. The only person with any sense was actually Frank. <laughs> but then even Frank and Evan were all like, yeah, women are stupid, blah, blah, blah. Let the women handle it. Like, No, it's it almost like they all knew that if they said that, they could defuse the situation because yeah. everybody yeah. would have to agree like, on that. Don't be a that. pussy. Yeah, everybody would have to like agree on it. Yeah. yeah. All the men yeah. have, would have to agree on it. Nobody's going to say, no, it's yeah. not a women's issue. Yeah. You can't talk about women like that. And and made their penises kiss. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, all the issues were solved. (laughs) If only the Middle East peace peace was obtained. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All all, all Zelensky. A woman's issue. Yeah. All Zelensky and Putin need to say to each other is we can't be acting like women. Yeah. Yeah, Why are we acting like women? Why are we acting like women? Come, put your mouth on my butt. Yeah. (laughs) There would be no war. You know that poem, If I Was Your Mother? <laughs> no. What is that? No, oh, lady. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if only we didn't act like women. Okay? <laughs> so stupid, these fucking misogynists. And you said, well, you know that poem, and I'm thinking Robert Frost. <laughs> Which poem are we talking about? Mm-mm, not that one. <laughs> oh, you mean on Twitter? Okay, yes. Instagram uh, poem. Yes, I know that. <laughs> um, so there is this thing about brought up about how Marge is mad at Teresa now because Teresa body shamed her, which mm. she did. That was fucked up. But right. like now there's tweets coming out of Jackie saying about Jennifer that you don't need um, if you just watch what you put in your mouth, then you don't need liposuction every week. <gasps> yeah. Like she said it ages ago, but like, yeah. So I hope they bring that up at the reunion. Oh, did you see the reunion outfits? I did. What do you think? Mirror, mirror on the wall. On my back. <laughs> I just was like, doesn't that hurt? Like I, it I just must like, cut and hurt, right? Like okay, if you turn like, a single, a slightly a different way, the mirrors are sub, are going to cut you. Do you think that she's got like a padding around her vagina? She probably does. Yeah, she probably has lining and padding all around. God, it just seems very painful. Mm. Little Kiki Barber is gonna get Daniel Staub's side chair. She, oh, by the way, did you see how Kiki Barber was talking about her daughter in front of the daughter? Like insane. she was talking about how the daughter has learning issues in front of the child. Stupid. So stupid. But also, yeah. I mean, Melissa. I Melissa is talking about Antonia right in front of Antonia. And Antonia it, is like annoyed. I live for how much Antonia hates her mother. Ugh, I live team for Team Antonia. It. Team Antonia. When, when she throws Melissa out of her house, I'm all Team Antonia. You know who Antonia's best friend is? Who? Melania. <gasps> That's why. Yes. The sensible Unless <laughs> we forget, Melania was jumping up and down a pole when mm-hmm. she was five years old saying, look at me, I'm Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, also T. Mm-hmm. Somebody I know, because you know Jersey. Mm-hmm. The waxing people, the nail people, the hair people, the eyelash people, the eyebrow people, we're all the same. Everybody mm-hmm. goes to the same people. Okay. A service I go to said uh, they were doing the service on Melissa, and Melissa, her daughter, was also getting that service done. And she said, I can't wait until my daughter can get a nose job. What? But is that surprising? <sighs> She's face tuning her daughter's pictures right. all the time. 
I'm like, I'm like, that's your old nose, Melissa. I know. It's sad because Antonia's beautiful. I mean, Melissa's beautiful. She's yeah. beautiful. She's she's like all plastic. I don't know now. why she's putting all of her insecurities on uh, on Antonia when she and Antonia is perfectly fine. And it's so crazy that Antonia's like trying to explain to her mom, like, it's fucked up that you like moved me in the middle of the school year right. and you didn't even bother asking me about it. Right. And then Melissa's response to that is like, I'm worried, Antonia, that you're depressed because I was depressed when my mom moved me. So I'm just, like, worried that you're going to be a bad kid like I was a bad kid. Well, if you were that worried, then why did you move your child I halfway know. through the school year? Why did you do exactly the thing that you were afraid was going to happen? You were afraid was going to happen to your daughter. Because right. it you didn't think of you. it before. And now you're trying to make that into a story. And also for her to be like, oh, like, why doesn't she want to do cheerleading anymore? Blah, blah, blah. You moved her from a, to a different school because you only cared about your sons and their football. Right. right. And then you're confused why your daughter doesn't want to do a thing in a new school. What? Yeah. She's so annoying. And her daughter hates her. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Her daughter is going to realize how much she hates her as she's growing up into an adult and it's going to mess her up for a while. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> because the uh, the Judaic when you're coach, ready, Antonia, we'll we'll walk you through where the hate began and what your mom did for you. To, it's not your fault, baby. It's no, not, it's your, not fault. your fault. You can go right to the manor where Marge yeah. had Marge's birthday. Yeah, it all started there. Okay, yes, <laughs> it all started at your little brother's christening. Um, what was that one other thought I had? Oh. Like, the Judaist girls never hated their mom like this. No. They no. loved their parents, always. Yeah, they always, at both of their parents, regardless of how they treated each other, yeah. they loved yeah. both their parents. Antonia cannot stand her mother. No. And I love it. Yeah. Thrilled. <laughs> um, they're going to Nashville, so whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess that'll be a thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But that's yeah. it. That's it for this week. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. There's a lot coming still from Bravo. Yeah. Like and every day. All the time. <laughs> Nonstop. So we'll see. Sometimes we'll see it what else they me. announce. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you about Candy and the Gang in Summer House next week. Bye.